Hi, you're listening to Kate and Catherine, and we're going to show you how to find your Prince Charming so that you can finally live happily ever after <laughs> forever and ever. No. No. <laughs> no. We are definitely not going to do that. We are sick of that story, and it's a lie. It is a lie. You're listening to The New Truth, a modern woman's guide to extraordinary love. We are going to show you how the fairy tale love story stops you from experiencing the love you truly desire. Listen to hear how to break free from sacrifice and struggle in relationship. And learn the new truth about love in a way that you've never heard it before. We're so happy you're here. Keep listening. Episode 114, stop listening to this dating advice. You've been following along on the new truth. You have, I'm assuming, gotten clear on our mission on why we're here. And Kate and I realized we haven't actually taken on dating advice in quite a while. I think the last dating advice episode was episode 19. So what today is about is really, really getting clear on the dating advice that is actually driving you crazy, disempowering you, creating more anxiety and drama around dating than there absolutely needs to be, and how none of this is your fault. And we hope that after this episode, you get as fired up as we are about the bullshit messages that are shared for women around dating and that are not fucking shared about men. No, they're definitely not. We started with thinking of how, let's just start with the main, any dating advice, any dating advice that has you feel like you have to become something you're not, or that it's your job to keep him interested, to get him to commit, to make him want you, that in and of itself is insane. And that's the patriarchal messaging of why we created the new truth in the first place to bust through all of that. The most common one I saw was how to get a guy to become obsessed with you. Like, oh my God. Okay. So I first have to say, I went to Google for my homework (laughs) because so Catherine and I decided we would do some research on the dating advice out there because neither of us consume bad dating advice. Um, And so I went to Google because I'm a grandma and I'm like, why can't I find stuff? And then I ended up eventually realizing YouTube is the place to go for advice. So I started with Google and the first website that came up was heatedaffairs.com. First, I have to say this because this is so fucked up. And then we'll go back to what you were saying about the patriarchy (laughs) and all that. Heatedaffairs.com. It was like the third website that came up. I just Googled dating advice for women and the, the tagline on the website is no one has to know, have an affair. Over 49 million subscribers. I almost fell off my chair. What? That is yeah. so sad. And to me, that, I mean, there's a website, there's like a secret underground. I'm sure there's many. That's probably just one uh, underground. This one that has 49 million subscribers. There's secret underground communities like this. Why? because people are in the old paradigm where they're in relationship, staying forever, quote unquote, in a box, cutting parts of themselves off. Not like everything we teach on the podcast, how to do a relationship where you're fully expressed as who you are and you're continuously growing more and more into who you are. 
And yeah, so anyways, I was just blown away by that, but also not surprised because that's the world we live in. So had to just start with that. And the research, yeah, I was just, I felt sick doing this homework. We, we don't normally do homework before. Someone asked me once, like, what kind of preparation do you guys do? And I'm like, nothing. We get on and we, we jam about what our clients are going through and what, what we're hearing about. But I took pages of notes and I only watched, I think, three three YouTube videos, but I also paid attention to all, like when I clicked on one, all the ones that popped along the side and the, the titles, I mean, how to get a guy hooked on you in the first two weeks, all the things you should do to get his attention, how to get a guy to like you five texts to make any man obsess over you, how to get, 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 get. So first thing I'm going to say is wrong. (laughs) Focus. What did you say? And make and make make someone right. How to oh, make. get him? Exactly. And make him want you. Exactly. Make him obsessed with you. Because you know that's a setup for a really great relationship. You're gonna have an amazing relationship when you have to arm wrestle someone into liking you. Like first of all, like there's a bit <laughs> of a flaw. <laughs> the first red flag I see. But it's like all the focus is on the guy. Again, coming back to patriarchy, we talked before we start hit record about celebrities and how women celebrities, when they are single, they get attacked. I mean, poor Jennifer Aniston, Taylor Swift, these gorgeous, powerful, amazing women get attacked constantly for being single, like judged. And, you know, it's like it's a problem. And for men... What happens? We never hear anything. They get glorified. We just hear eligible bachelors. Exactly. On the George market. Yeah. on the market again. Yay. Like they get praised for it and women get torn apart for it. So, I mean, that there is so much. The new truth, the reason why so I always hear women and a few men have been telling me recently that they listen to the episodes multiple times, every episode, like three times. You could listen to the new truth from one to what are we at 114 over and over and over and over again for the rest of your life. And you will be deeply served because you're hearing that message about this bullshit and patriarchal women need to be in relationship. If they're not, they have no value. They can't be single. There's something wrong with you if you're single. Therefore, it creates all this distortion when we're dating and all this pressure to be in relationships. So women say yes to the relationships that don't feel good and they get swept away by the Tinder swindler and all those things happen because of this storyline. So thank God for the New Truth podcast because there's a lot of bad dating advice out there. (laughs) Amen. Amen. And and it just feels like we're just like we've started on the podcast with we are set up to be insecure. We're set up to be codependent. We're set up to not like ourselves very much because of the relationship obsessed world that we live in, right? We still are going to one at a time, take on all of the reality love (laughs) TV shows, but the problem, I love what you just said of like, yeah, this is, that's a great way to start a relationship. You had to get him to commit. And, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about how many women are in their head right? Like we are robots when you listen to this dating advice, like everything about, I mean, regardless of dating advice, let's just start with how the world has an agenda on who women should be, what you should weigh, what you should look like, what, you know, job you should have, like what your purpose is, which is to find a partner. Then in relationship and dating women drive themselves crazy. One, they think everything is their fucking fault. 
Yes. I just got an, a, the best email this morning from a client who just had a recent disappointing dating experience guy wasn't, you know, who she thought he was. And she wrote me an email and she's like, for the first time in my entire life, Catherine, I understand now that this isn't about me. Hmm. She's like, I am not spinning in anxiety. I'm not telling myself that I should have done anything differently. That is actually what healing gives you and what this podcast is about. And what Kate and I do for our clients is you get to that place of not taking everything personally, but inside of this dating advice that feeds women taking everything personally. Oh, if he doesn't like me, it's because there's something wrong with me. If he doesn't want to marry me, it's because something's wrong with me. If he doesn't ask me out again, it's because I did something wrong on the date rather than wait a minute, that's just him. Right. And if someone treats you like shit, instead of what did I do to deserve that? What's wrong with that person who's treating me like shit. And then we wonder why we have such rampant rates of women being caught in toxic relationship and, and narcissism is because no one's teaching women how to think for themselves and stand. Well, we are, (laughs) we're doing this Think for themselves, (laughs) stand for themselves, trust themselves, believe in themselves. And Whenever I think about the healing that I did to prepare for Andrew, I always laugh because I wasn't reading any of this shit. I wasn't thinking, how do I get men to like me? I learned how to not behave like a little fucking girl in dating and control everything and make everything about me and think that it was my job to make someone like me. There is nothing more magnetic than a woman who shows up in love with herself, clear on who she is and knows she has nothing to prove. Cause that's what's inside all of this dating advice. You think you have something to prove. And I'm sure like, let's be honest. I'm sure there's some of you that are listening that are saying to themselves, you know, I wish it was so, I wish I could just watch a YouTube video and have a boyfriend, right. Or listen to a podcast. And, and of course we want to be cherished and adored and paid attention to and cared for, but you won't have to make that happen. There are men who show up. There are men who have open hearts. There are men who care and no one can find you. Right. So my whole, you know, statement is your true self attracts true love. And there is nothing authentic or true about following these, this dating advice that drives you crazy and, and makes you think that there's like a right or wrong thing to do or that it's your job to keep him interested and keep him entertained and blah, blah, blah. There is a way of showing up as a queen, as an adult, where just being in love becomes your natural state of being because you know how to treat yourself. You know how to treat someone else because you're not trying to manipulate or control or make anything happen. But that's what most women are doing in relationship, right? Controlling their man, emasculating their man, judging the hell out of him, but then you're all judging, you know, you're all seeing the Facebook photos, wishing you had that relationship, but that's, what's actually happening behind closed doors. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, I, I have so much to say for this episode. I feel overwhelmed because I took so many notes when I was watching those videos. And then as you're talking, I'm taking so many notes. So I think, again, this is another like 10 parter, but when you said that, that the idea about being cherished and adored and loved, and of course we all desire that. And you're only going to truly receive it when you don't need it. Correct. 
Like it's, it's the, that the, the huge part of the problem is showing up on the date, needing something, right? If you feel like there's a part of you missing because you're not in a relationship, my God, how many, how Jerry Maguire dating myself, there's sure there's women listening who've we never all heard of that, that movie, <laughs> <laughs> but, but Jerry Maguire, Tom Cruise, he like such fantasy love, love bombing, distant, avoidant, push pull, like so toxic, that relational dynamic. We, oh, we could also debrief movies. Gosh, there's just so many things we can do here. <laughs> um, but on that movie, you know, the most famous, one of the most famous love lines ever is you complete me. And, you know, oh, I, I, I want a partner so I can feel whole. And like this kind of messaging is so freaking toxic because if you think you're not whole or complete without a partner, there is the problem. If you, we've talked about this before, but if you show up on a date with your cup empty and you haven't filled yourself up and you don't already feel turned on, lit up by your life, nourished, taken care of, inspired, expanded, whatever. And if you're feeling really shitty, maybe don't go on the date because then you're like, going to be seeking to try and get something from him. But if you don't already feel filled up within yourself in your life, you are not going to be a magnet to high quality love because there's something missing. And now it's going to be a wound relationship where it's like, oh, you've got that thing I need because I'm empty and I need you to complete me. And now it creates that codependent relationship model, which a lot of people have because that's the model that we have learned from is the codependent relationship model. It's crazy. So imagine, I mean, creating the life that feels good and feeling good within yourself, whatever you want. It, you know, having desire for a relationship is important. If that's an important to you, holding that desire or holding that desire to experience love or lovership or whatever your current desire is, holding that desire with your palm open, not like, attached to the desire. Oh, I have to get a relationship. How many single women? And what's probably driving that is this story society has. How many single women are being pushed? How are you still single? What do are you dating? That, that story, that script that gets pushed on us and pushed on us every, constantly. Everyone's feeding the script. And so there's this pressure to partner, pressure to partner, pressure to partner. And so of course you would feel like, oh, I'm not complete until I have a relationship. So complete that story within yourself by getting to a place in your life where you love your life and you're, you're, you can actually honestly say to yourself, you know what? I desire a partnership. I desire an amazing lovership. I desire an amazing man in my life or a woman or whatever you want. And if I don't attract that, if that never comes, I'm going to be great. Like that's actually okay. And it doesn't mean that's going to happen. It means that you're, you're, that's where I was before I met Jeff, before my last relationship. I remember people being like, uh-oh, you're in trouble. Cause I was like, oh my God, life is a single woman. It's so inspiring. I feel so free. I feel so happy. I feel so you know, good. I was doing so many things that lit me up. My life was so full that I thought like, why would I want to get into a relationship? Because relationships are hard. You know, there's so much fantasy around them just being blissful. And once I have that, that'll be happy. But that's not true. Relationships take work, commitment. They take honesty. They take working through stuff. It's a mirror in front of your face every day. It's challenge. And so I was in this expanded place of not needing a relationship. And of course, that's when I was a magnet to it because I wasn't like walking around. Hey, I need a boyfriend. Are you the one? Are you the one? I need 
need someone to fill this hole in me. I need someone to complete me. Oh my God. So good. So good. The not the magic of not being attached. And again, the worst dating advice, the stop listening to any advice that makes you feel like you have to make something happen. Yeah. Right. I, I, this is Michael Beckwith, a spiritual teacher where he said, you don't make love happen. You make love welcome. And that's the principle, you know, I don't teach manifestation, manifest your partner. Essentially all of my work is about opening. I mean, my first dating program was called opening to love because everything is, how do I get the things out of the way? Like the patriarchal conditioning, like thinking it's my job to keep someone interested or it's my job to make anything happen. And most women, right? You're probably living your life or you are making a lot of things happen, right? If you love yourself or you're running a business or running a family or a single mom, right? That's the energy you're putting forth all day. But then guess what that energy ends up with? Project men right? Men who don't actually show up for you, who you then have another freaking thing to work for, right? That that's, that's what's so also harming about this dating advice is it's not creating equal partnership, which everyone says that we want. If you haven't listened to our engagement ring episode, please go listen to that one on the truth about equal relationship. But we say we want that, Right. And we want a relationship of mutual respect and and kindness and to adore each other and appreciate each other. But this dating advice sets you up to objectify and use men. How about that? No one Mm -hmm. wants to talk about that. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So on the other side of everything you just said, right, you're looking to use someone when you're saying to yourself, I'm not happy without a partner or I don't feel whole without a partner or I need someone else to complete me. That's putting a lot on another person. (laughs) That's putting a lot on another person. And separately, date, you know, Kate, neither Kate nor I actually even teach dating advice. (laughs) Like, like the, the transformational, you know, my dating decoded digging deeper program is not advice. It's a transformational program. And there's a difference between wanting dating advice and wanting to be transformed. Lots of people want advice. They want the quick fix. And I love what you just said about the truth about relationship, right? Everyone fantasizes about how I'm going to feel when I have my partner. And then lo and behold, oh, there's my trauma. Up, oh, there's my inner child. Up, oh, there's, there's society's conditionings. Up, oh, oh, there's another freaking person who has needs and dreams and desires and insecurities that now are part of this dynamic. That's why everyone wants to be single. Most of the time it's because it's much easier. I don't deal with anyone but myself, (laughs) but stop looking for advice and notice if that's what you're seeking. And then pause long enough to say what's actually happening for me. Because uh, uh, what I see most of the time is a bunch of insecure, wounded inner children watching dating advice right? Like if your starting point is I'm not lovable, I'm not enough, I'm not worthy. That's what drives looking for dating advice that actually makes it worse for you. And everything you just said, I I was actually thinking that other than my college boyfriend, because that was meeting drunk at a concert, poor guy, I'm not sure how I even ended up in that relationship, but (laughs) even, even with my ex, but it goes to show that just because that was my starting point, of I felt full. Like there's even a picture on Facebook where I was sitting by the water in Boston, like saying my post was, I freaking love my life. 
I met Jamie that afternoon at the gym. And with Andrew, I, yes, I was dating. I met online, but my, I was, I literally said, and if I don't meet my partner until I'm like 85 years old, okay. Like I was that unattached, but my, with Jamie, it didn't matter if that was my starting point. Cause I couldn't sustain it. I wasn't rooted in it. Right. So watch like, that's what healing does is you get anchored in what's real and true. It's not temporary. And it doesn't mean that I didn't love my life that morning, but I still, my, wounding then came out to play by meeting that person that I had that alchemy with. And that's the vulnerability of dating, right? Stop looking for advice. Pause long enough to say, this is radical honesty and accountability. What's going on? What, why am I drawn to this advice? Why am I drawn to the men who don't treat me well? Why am I drawn to the men that I feel like I have to earn their love or get them to commit? Right. That's how you start looking at yourself and, and how we started this episode with was you saying all the focus is on the other person. And then you go to your friends in the worst case scenario where they just want to bash the men all the time rather than looking at you and saying, hey, babe, what's going on? You don't you don't deserve to be treated this way. It's not supposed to be this hard. You don't have to make anything happen. Let's take a look at what's going on for you. And maybe you need some inner work. So that dating doesn't feel like this. Yeah. Right. That's the work, not more and more YouTube videos of you driving yourself crazy and getting further and further in your head rather than your heart, which is where love is. (laughs) I was just going to say that it's, it keeps you in your head and how the algorithm works. I just looked up dating advice and it shows these videos, the top videos are the most viewed, but also the most, the, the questions that women are asking the most, how to get a guy to obsess over me is one of the most commonly asked questions. So if you're looking up how to's on YouTube, you are in your head, not your body. And if you are in your head strategizing, which a lot of dating coaches teach, here's the X, Y, Z to get the guy you are completely disconnected from your actual magnetism, which is you being full within yourself, you being fully you. And the reason why when you, I'm so glad you brought up when you started dating Andrew, because I remember you, you probably told it a few times, but at the beginning of the podcast, you talked about how when you were dating at that time, every guy reached out, every guy wanted to date you again, every guy wanted a second date because you were in your pure magnetism, not because you were doing X, Y, Z to get them to want you. That's manipulation. That's actually very hurtful. Manipulation is not a good thing. (laughs) I'm going to get, I'm going to contort myself so that you fall for me. And then later I'm going to flip the switch and show you who I really am. Or I'm going to, and of course, underneath that is what you said, lack of self-worth, lack of feeling lovable or good enough. And this is the world we live in as women. And we've come a very long way and there's a long way to go. And I just want to speak to the fact that the healing journey is lifelong. It doesn't, Catherine and I still do are like, we are growing and learning more about parts of ourselves and healing and noticing places we're holding ourselves small. And like, it never ends. It's a lifelong journey. It's not a destination. And the longer you're on it, the easier it gets to go on dates. You know, here I am seven years out of a relationship and my first date felt so easy and pleasurable and fun and light. And it was just like, ah, no big deal. And I didn't need him to text. He texted me after, but I didn't need him to text me after. It was just like, 
I got to have this beautiful experience and I got to let it go because I wasn't attached to it because I'm, I've done so much growth to be anchored in who I am and to not be trying to get something to fill something. So if you're in the dynamic of searching the how to, how to, how to, you're, you're staying in your saboteur and your little girl. I wrote down that as a child, like if you want your partner, the guy that you manipulate into being your partner based on dating tactics, if you want him to either be your parent or you want him to be your child, that's what's going to happen because it means your saboteur and inner kid are actually doing dating. And so now you're, it's a setup for not the relationship your heart truly desires. You have to be anchored in yourself. And this comes over time. It's one step at a time. There's no rush. One step at a time. Every time you go on a date, it's practice. Wait, am I the same person I am with my friends? Or is there a part of me that's trying to be perfect right now? Or that's hiding parts of myself or that thinks I need to be different? I think like I was, I, I have this friend in my life right now, a man who I have a, a a sweet connection with just virtually. Um, he's a, f a friend at this point, but um, he complimented me the other day and he said, I just find your brain so sexy. And I was like, my brain, wow. That like 10 years ago, nobody would ever say that. Not because I wasn't smart, but because I was so far away from the truth of who I am that I was operating full-time in saboteur, full-time in people pleaser, full-time in trying to get everyone's approval, full-time in self-sacrificer and fantasy addict and shapeshifter. Who do I need to be for you to like me? So of course I didn't feel smart or confident or powerful, or, but the, what, the reflection I get from men now is so different than what I used to get because I'm fully me now. It's so different, it's amazing. So obviously our dating advice is come home. Come home to yourself, build a relationship with yourself, get to know your own soul, become obsessed with you, become obsessed with what lights you up, become obsessed with what turns you on, become obsessed with what nurtures you, with what feels good. I was sharing with you, so I'm now in Athens, Greece. I love that every episode we do, I'm in a different country. <laughs> I'm now in Athens, Greece, and um it is, I had this experience yesterday where I went to this, this area that I want to live in and I'm staying in an Airbnb right now while I look for my place and it's not in the area I want to live in. And I've been feeling kind of my smaller self. And then I went to the area I want to live in. And as soon as the taxi drove up, I, I didn't even know we were there yet, but I started to feel it in my body. I started to feel the expansion. And the whole day I felt turned on and lit up and there were so many handsome men everywhere and I was making eyes and just like my heart was exploding and it was, I felt so good and I wrote so much and I was creative and I was inspired and I felt so fulfilled. And then I came back home and I noticed my small self starting to creep up again. So the reason I'm so sensitive to my environment is because I'm in my body. I'm in my body and I'm in touch with, and I've done the healing. Of course, if you have a lot of trauma, it's hard to feel what's your saboteur and what's your soul. What's the inner child? Like, where's the trauma? But because of the healing I've done, I can feel the difference between like my body's a vessel. It tell, it's always telling me this is for you. Athens, Greece is for you. This neighborhood is your neighborhood. This person is your person. So like, become obsessed with that, with becoming uh, Mama Gina says researcher of your own pleasure, becoming mm. so curious about your own body and your own insides and what lights you up rather than some guy to make you feel that way, because it'll only be temporary that he'll make you feel that way. 
And if he's responsible for making you feel that way, quote unquote, he's also going to be responsible for making you feel your pain. And at the end of the day, it's all yours. Your pleasure's yours. Your pain is yours. All the dating advice is like, do, 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 do this, 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 contort yourself, stay in your head and you'll get the guy. Okay. Maybe that will work, but it won't be the right partner and it won't feel good. And you won't actually be loved. Yeah. Like that's the last thing I want to say that if you're playing a game or strategizing or manipulating or thinking there's someone that you're supposed to be, that's going to be really, really hard to keep up. And then this is probably why you have the relationships that end in the three month mark, right? Is because it can't be sustained. Inauthenticity cannot be sustained. And there's a lot of people who tolerate bullshit, right? But they're not being their authentic selves. So you can, lots of people can stay in a relationship because they don't want to leave, right? And they're all their fears take over. But the only way that you'll experience deep love is deeply loving yourself and then letting yourself be seen. Right. And there's no game to be played in that. And there's no real, there's no even advice um, around that. It's actually like, can I tell where I am in myself, who's running the show and get vulnerable to whatever shows up for me? Cause it's mine. Yes. And so we yeah. are, we can't wait. We'd love to hear your thoughts. We, 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 I feel like we should, I was thinking about this last week that we should do an episode where all of you submit like the worst advice that you've been given and the worst dates you've been on. I was listening to someone else's podcast where it was actually just hysterical to listen to these horrible dates. So if you have a horrible date or horrible advice that a friend or an aunt (laughs) gave you or a YouTube video that you watched many moons ago, go ahead and you can private message, you know, Kate and I, cause when we share it on that, on the podcast, we wouldn't share your name, but we'll just share what you've written in. And I think that'd be really fun. You just need to lose 10 pounds and then you'll get a guy and he'll keep, oh you'll keep them. Right. Um, it doesn't matter if you gain it back, dating advice. Him, but <laughs> um, I just have to say one more thing, but I kind of want to hear what you have to say about it. There were just so many crazy things. Okay. This is one of the ones I starred. You need to <laughs> I was just like, Oh wow. Ladies, this is from a man in order to get a man's attention and keep it, you need to seem readily available and unavailable at the same time. What? <laughs> How do you feel about what that? What does that mean? Are you throwing up what in your mouth? Mean? I feel confused. I'm like, <laughs> oh don't answer God, his call, the but games. then call him back. <laughs> the, games. the games, exactly. That's it. I'm so glad you said that. That's what staying in dating advice will keep you playing the game, which means you'll keep attracting people who are playing the game. If you want to stop attracting people who are playing the game, stop playing the game. Yeah. Boom. Mic drop. Kate Arlo. (laughs) That was perfect. (laughs) Yeah. If you want to stop attracting people who play the game, then you stop playing the game. You stop. Right. And we keep talking about that. If we want dating culture to change, you start being different, you know, inside of it. So, yeah. Yeah. So at the end of the day, the moral of of this episode is stop listening to YouTube dating advice and only listen to Catherine and Kate on the podcast. Tell all your friends. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. We love you so much. And here's to your empowerment and your freedom and your truth and the depth of your self-love and healthy relationships across the board with your friends, with your coworkers and with a romantic partner, if that's what you desire. 
Yeah, liberation from the bullshit patriarchal game that's out there. We love you. Can't wait to hear your dating stories and we'll see you next week. Hi, it's Kate. Thanks so much for listening to the New Truth Podcast. For more of Catherine and I, come hang out with us in the New Truth Movement Facebook group. We are in there. That's where we're sharing all about our programs and our free workshops that we do. Um, You can come join us there and ask as many questions as you want about the podcast episodes, about dating, relationships, any struggles you're having out there. We would love to support you. So come hang out with us in the New Truth Movement Facebook group and we will see you soon.